Well, the government says the new regulations will protect consumers while allowing the buy now, pay later schemes to continue, even if under tougher oversight. Here's our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Up until now, the buy now, pay later sector has sold itself not as a credit product like a traditional credit card, but as a financial planning tool where self-regulation has been the name of the game. But under the new rules, buy now, pay later firms will be regulated under the Credit Act. Players in the sector will need to hold an Australian credit licence and they'll have to ensure consumers are better protected from potential financial abuse or predatory practices. It's been a long-running debate with fierce lobbying from firms dominating the sector, but Assistant Treasurer Stephen Jones says the crackdown will rein in the biggest risks and protect consumers from themselves. I think we've got the balance right between providing a good set of competition laws but also protecting consumers. The fact that buy now pay later isn't regulated as a credit product would surprise many people. If it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. This isn't the toughest option though. Why not go the full extent and regulate them just like their credit card competitors? In short, we will regulate to the risk involved. There's a whole range of buy now pay later products out there. Some of them have typically uh, used for purchases up to about $150, a pair of jeans, some new makeup, that sort of thing. That's very different to the sort of credit that's involved in a twenty dollars or $30,000 loan or a home loan. The tighter regulations mean buy now pay later, often accused of catering to the want it now, get it now generation, will have to put a cap on fees for missed payments and provide greater warnings and disclosures about the risks. There'll be better hardship provisions and tougher rules on advertising, given evidence that customers can easily rack up multiple cards and fall into hot financial water. A report from the corporate regulator ASIC a few years back said one in five buy now, pay later customers were skipping meals and other necessities just to keep up with the repayments. Stephen Jones says life will be tougher for buy now, pay later operators. He doesn't want to run the sector out of business, but recognises the consumer demand is now part of the economy. I'm a fan of some of the buy now, pay later products. They've created good innovation and competition. But it's also true that there's been lots of examples where people have got themselves into hot water. Did you see any evidence that different parts of society, women, First Nations communities, people on low incomes were the most vulnerable to buy now, pay later? We did hear evidence through our review that First Nations people were more likely than others to get themselves into difficulties. Buy now, pay later firms say they've always backed regulation, but behind the scenes they've been lobbying for regulation that gives them the best outcome. Peter Gray, founder of ZipPay, says avoiding the worst option of being fully regulated like a credit card doesn't necessarily mean the sector has dodged a bullet. Oh, look, I don't think so. I think the government has has made a sensible decision which uh, gets that balance right. But by copying this fit-for-purpose regulation, do you accept that there have been cases of consumer harm and that this regulation has become necessary? I think it's important to acknowledge there are many different types of products under the model, but it's clearly 
only credit. And I think with any type of credit, there are occasionally periods of financial hardship or stress. So I think it's certainly appropriate to have these products and services regulated. Consumer advocates have welcomed the long-awaited crackdown, given evidence of real consumer harm, saying regulation will help prevent predatory lending and that vulnerable consumers will avoid taking on debt they can't afford to repay. That's our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, there.